Welcome to the Dream Big, My Friend podcast, where you will find all the inspiration you need to begin living a more intentional life today. Because no matter where you are right now in life, it's never too late to dream big, my friend. And now here's your host, Francis Vitakovic. Hey, before we dive into today's episode, did you know that the Fearless You monthly coaching program has finally launched? So if you're looking to dream big, live with more intention and take things to the next level, all with the support of me and a fantastic community, make sure to check out dreambigmyfriend.com forward slash fearless you. I genuinely cannot wait to work with you inside this super affordable membership group. And until then, let's dive into today's episode. Welcome, my friends, to this episode. How are you all going? So today we are going to be having a conversation about simplifying your life. So if you ever feel like you are way too overwhelmed and a little bit too stressed and you just wish that everything didn't feel so complicated or hard, I'm going to be sharing with you 15 hacks that you can just embrace today. They're so simple and it's going to help simplify your life. So it has often been said that a simple life is a happy life. So I totally agree with that. I discovered the beauty of simplicity when I went to live in a little village overseas in Croatia. It was on an island. There were only a couple of hundred people living in it and everything felt simple and easy. And ever since I've come back to Australia, I've tried to like see if I can find ways to embrace that simplicity, even though everything is so much rush, rush, very fast paced here in Sydney, Australia. And I imagine that that's what it's like in most cities in the world. But you have that option to always look for simplicity, even in what feels like a complicated life. And I'm going to show you today how that can be done. And the cool thing is it only takes a few simple, easy steps to make your life feel simpler and easier to manage. So I'm going to start by sharing with you a few quotes, because the truth is once you live a simpler life, you'll have time and more time. That's the goal. But you'll be having more time for the important things. So let's start with a quote by Victoria Moran, who said, a simple life is not seeing how little we can get by with. That's poverty. But how efficiently we can put first things first. When you're clear about your purpose and your priorities, you can painlessly discard whatever does not support these, whether it's clutter in your cabinets or commitments or on your calendar. I find that to be so true because you need to be clearly first clear about your purpose and priorities and then you can get rid of all the other stuff that's like the fluff, the BS, the things that don't matter. And there's another quote by Paulo Coelho who said, it's the simple things in life that are often the most extraordinary. And a final quote by Edwin Waitill, who said, reduce the complexity of life by eliminating the needless wants of life and the labors of life reduce themselves. Now, isn't that weird? Because they all sort of say the same thing because you like get rid of the things that you don't need. So you've got more time for the things that matter. So if you're looking to live a simpler life, which I think that we all could benefit from doing and just enjoy this newfound freedom and spare time that comes with it. For me, it feels like a weight off my shoulders when I live more simply. I'm going to be sharing with you 15 tips. So number one, now this is probably contrary to popular opinion because a lot of us think that we should be multitasking, but I recommend limiting yourself to one task at a time. So even though there are some individuals who like to brag about their great multitasking skills, and I know that I used to be the same, I used to like try to do everything all at once. Well, research has now proven that that probably isn't the most effective way of doing things. You can actually be a lot more efficient if you stick to one task at a time until completion, and then you move on. So for me, I just call this batching or everyone calls this batching if you're in that productivity space. And that is literally how I do things now. 
So when I'm writing a blog post, I go through, I, I draft them all, like I draft a whole bunch at the one time, and then I will edit a bunch at the whole time. And then I might be doing, creating images all at one go, doing research at one go and publishing them all at one go. Like I literally just do one chunk at a time and I don't like skip all those little steps. I think it saves you so much energy. There's like go and research batching and you will find that there's a reason why everyone like is such a big fan of it because it does save you time. And also for me, I find that I'm so much more efficient when I'm focused on one thing until completion and then I can move on to the next. And now for the second tip to simplify your life, which is doing something peaceful in the morning. So really for me, I start the days by reading and I find that when you start your day on a peaceful note, the rest of the day is more likely to follow suit. So a few great ways to do this. If you're not a reader, you can meditate. You can go write in your journal. You can go for a walk. You might want to make yourself a cup of tea and step outside and just sort of appreciate the sky and the sunrise, depending on when you're waking up. But anything soothing to start your day is just a great way to begin your day. It just makes you feel a little bit more relaxed and like you've actually taken a moment to appreciate this moment and appreciate this new day. And now for the third tip about how you can go about simplifying your life eliminate paper from your life. So I actually find that it's so much easier to do this at this point in time. Like when we were young, paper was everywhere and you had to find somewhere to file it. But now we've got our smartphones so we can take photos of important documents and we can file them onto folders onto our laptops, etc. But bills and other records and all those things that come in the mail, they just create clutter and chaos. And they're also prone to getting lost or it's really hard to keep track of everything. So for me, I'm just going to share with you what works for me. I just like keep my bills in one spot. I pay them once a week or once a month or whatever it is. I take a photo of the receipt or the fact that I've paid it and then I actually might get rid of it. If I need to keep it for my business, it goes in a folder on my laptop. And I find it's just so much easier to actually get rid of it as soon as you're done with it, as opposed to letting it linger. So if you get junk mail, you put, I put it straight into the recycling bin. I've opted for all my statements, like bank statements to come to me via email, as opposed to via paper. If you have that as an option, I really don't recommend taking it out. So just do what you can to eliminate paper in your life, because that really does create most of a clutter in our life, especially like if you have an office. So I'm looking around now, I'm in my office and there's not really that much paper. There's lots of books, books that I love to read, but not so much paper because everything's now stored in digital folders, which is so cool. And now for tip number four, which is to make a list of the things you actually want to purchase and wait before acting on it. So I used to stipulate that I actually had to wait a little bit of time before I jumped in and made a purchase. And maybe it was a week or two weeks. It was like just making sure if I really needed it. But sometimes I have a list going on in my notes, things to purchase or things that are on my mind, but impulse purchases create clutter and it wastes money. So obviously there's a difference between things that you really need and things that you really want. So it's it's important to like start to be able to discern that. But if it's just a want or like a wish list item, just write it down on your list and take your time to think about it. If you can't let that idea go, chances are you're going to jump in and purchase it. But oftentimes what you'll discover is like an hour later or a day later, it like completely sets your mind and then you'll be wondering why in the world was I thinking about buying that? So make a note of the things that you come across that you might like. I actually like to take photos of books that I want to read and things that I want to buy and I just sort of store it away and just take some time to think about the purchase before jumping in straight away to make an impulse buy. Now for tip number five, simplifying your life by limiting your email. So inbox sometimes drives us all crazy. I have found that I try to touch it only once. So if I come across an email and I don't, I unsubscribe to people that I wish I'd never subscribed to begin with immediately. Don't continue getting their emails day after day or week after week. 
unsubscribe if you're not interested in staying on someone's list, delete immediately the things that you're like read or that you don't want to read and reply immediately to those that need attention. And I think there's actually like a really cool secret for me is responding quickly. So see if you can answer back in one or two sentences and click send. That's it. Don't You don't have to turn it into three paragraphs. You can keep it short and simple. And sometimes if it's an important email, I leave it in my inbox and I come back to it by that night. But just keep the only things that are important. When I freak out, when I see people that have thousands of emails in their inbox, mine never has more than I would say 10 to 15 max. And even still, when I have those 15, I'm like, I can't wait to clear them. But as you know, emails are constantly coming in and getting filed away, which is why that number sort of stays consistent. But you need to stay on top of it. Absolutely. Do it daily or do it once a day. And also don't check your emails throughout the day, just allocated time throughout the day. Like for me, I like to do it in the morning. I get it out of the way. I don't have to touch it till the next morning. You might prefer to do it at the end of a day. You might want to allocate like two 10-minute slots to check in your emails, but don't obsessively check it during the day. It's going to keep your life really simple that way. And simplicity is obviously what we are after. Now for tip number six, get rid of twice as much as you bring into the house. So once upon a time, I used to have a rule, like if something new came into the house, one thing had to go. But now I love the idea of like upping the ante when it comes to this and actually getting rid of two items every time something new comes in. So I'm not talking about getting rid of anything that you love, but most of the time we can look around and see things that we're like, we've done with that. It could go to charity. We've outgrown it. Like, especially if you've got kids and clothes, you know, they outgrow things, they outgrow toys and it's time to pass it on. So your life will become so much simpler over time if you don't accumulate more things than you really need. And especially like if you're bringing things into the house, Things need to go out or clutter is inevitable. And now for tip number seven, taking five minutes each day for the most chaotic area of your house. That's when you do your quick clean. So every home has an area that that doesn't always stay clean. It's a little bit more tricky to stay clutter free. I recommend just spending five minutes a day to focus on like target cleaning that particular area. Set a timer and get to work and do not spend more than five minutes. I think that people are shocked about how much cleaning they can actually get done or fixing up in five minutes, especially when you're like doing it to maybe two songs or one song. It stops the area from getting out of control. It keeps you on top of it. You can make it fun, but just five minutes. That's all you have to do. And now for tip number eight, have a media free day each week. Now, some of you are going to think this is really hard, but no TV, computer, radio, etc. Turn off your iPad or electronics, whatever it is that normally takes your attention away. See if you can do one day when you just have a break. So just go outside. You might want to read instead without your Kindle, like you want to read a proper book and go out or spend time with family and just see if you can leave your phone behind. Now, this sounds really challenging to you to have a whole day. See whether you can do a chunk of the day instead. So the reason that I know that this can be hard is that I remember when we were overseas, we were overseas in Croatia for a summer a few years ago. It was during World Cup 2018. So that was a great year because Croatia came second that year. But anyway, I remember we would go to the beach a few times every day. And the first time that I left my phone behind and I was like, you have that feeling. What happens if someone's trying to contact me? What happens if I need to call someone? And then it became a thing that we just did. We leave our phones behind. And the only time that it ever felt hard to leave our phones behind was when you wanted to take a photo. So like one person to have had to have like their phone with them so they could take photos. But generally speaking, once you get used to doing it, it actually feels so good. It feels so liberating, but it is almost like a, a thing that you have to practice and then it eventually becomes a habit. And I don't really do it so much here now when I'm back in Sydney, but I know that it's still something that 
I'll leave my phone. Like if I do go to my parents and I'll leave my phone behind, I always say to my husband, you can reach me on the home phone, like over there. Everything's going to be okay. So just learn to relax that hold on our phones if possible. And now for tip number nine, say no more often than you say yes. So some of you guys might be thinking, oh, I don't want to say no all the time. You don't have to if you want to say yes. But think about the things that you say yes to that drain you, that you wish that you didn't have to like commit to that thing. You have permission to say no to the things that deplete your energy. You also have permission to say no to the things that don't feel right. Or that would equal you saying no to something that you really wish you could say yes to. So oftentimes we forget that when we're actually committing to something, time it's taking time away from something else. So just be really conscious of that and know that, yeah, you can always say no. You don't have to say yes to anything that you don't want to. And no should probably be one of the options that you keep at the forefront of your mind, unless you know that you really want to do it. And remember, you don't have to be rude. You can be as simple as, I would love to do that, but I don't have the time for it. Or I would love to do that, but I have to come back to you. Or I'm not sure if I have time, but let me check. Or thank you so much for asking me. You have different options to be polite. So it's not about being rude. So it's in the spirit of saying, thank you. Thank you for asking. Thank you for thinking of me, but I'm not, you know, I need to check my schedule. I need to make sure that I have the time or it doesn't take away time from something else that I'm working on at the moment. You get to decide that bit, but you get to decide in the spirit of being really kind and thankful and grateful that you were considered, obviously. And now for tip number 10, which is just paying your bills on the same day and time each week. So I mentioned that before. I put mine all together. I pay it all in one go. It's almost like a secret batching tip. Obviously, I talked about the fact that I like to do things all at one go. So pick a day and make it bill day. That way you avoid forgetting about any bills. You don't have to get stuck with any late payments. And it just makes it simpler to to do it in one go. So you might want to do it once a month. You might want to do it once a fortnight. But basically paying the bills all in one go just makes it easy to stay on top of that. And now for tip number 11, read your news online if possible. Now, I know this goes against the one where you, I'm trying to get you to stay off your phone, but newspapers are one of those things that take up a lot of space in our recycling bin. I know my husband buys a newspaper every single day, but you might find that an online subscription is actually usually less expensive. It doesn't add to your clutter. It keeps things simple and you can do it in short chunks of time. And now for tip number 12, sort your mail each day. So I want you to avoid letting it sit in a pile. I actually can't believe that some people might do that. I bring mine in or actually before I even make it inside the house. So we've got a letterbox outside our house. The junk mail goes straight into the recycling bin, open up the rest. Well, it's almost like straight away, but the moment I have a break, I'll just sort through it, recycle all the envelopes, file what needs to be filed, open everything, give it a quick glance and deal with it. This is actually another one of those tasks that probably takes us less than five minutes, probably just say a few minutes. It doesn't take me long every day, but it's so good just to like deal with it and move on to whatever else is important in my daily life. And now for tip number 13, think before you speak. So you're probably wondering, what is a tip like this doing in a simplify your life hacks list? I'm going to tell you why. So a lot of us think that we overcomplicate life by all the things that we bring into our house, that it's always an organization or a clutter thing. But think about the things that actually take up your most headspace or the things that you really ruminate on and dwell on. It's often to do with the relationships that you have with, let's just say, your partner, your kids, your family, your friends. And most of those issues can be avoided by holding your tongue sometimes for a few minutes. So like saying things that that you regret, that's absolutely avoidable. So you can think really carefully about your words because words are things that are hard to take back. It's just like minimizing relationship clutter. You want to think about how you can support people, how you can love them in a way that makes you show up as a person that you want to be in, in your life. And all that really takes is thinking before you speak, taking a moment to pause, not saying things that you regret, not doing things that you regret. It just does help to keep life simple. 
And now for tip number 14. I probably would have put this at the head of a list. I don't know why I didn't, but putting things away when you're done using it. This is so obvious to me. I do it straight away. I use it. I put it away. The other people in my family, not so much. So if you hate to clean and declutter, avoid making a mess in the first place. And if everyone else follows this rule in the house, this is something I'm still working on in my own home. The amount of work and housework clutter is greatly minimized. And now for my final tip, which is creating routines. For me, I absolutely swear by routines. I do my laundry on Wednesdays and Saturdays. They're my two days that I normally like stick things in the wash, vacuum on a particular day, the bills get done on a particular day. The less time that you have to think about what to do, the more that you can get things done. And you can actually decide what works for you. There's no one set routine. So I'm not going to say to you, you have to do it the way I do it. Do what works best for you. If you're a morning person, tackle some of those tasks in the morning. If you like to do things at night, do it at night. There's no right and wrong here, but definitely once you have a routine in place and when you know things are getting done at that time, it takes away the worry, it takes away the stress and it sort of streamlines your whole life. It's like it's like having a system. So people like to have systems for business. You can have a system for your life and for your home. And I think that everything does run so much more smoothly with a system and routine in place. So there you go. They are my 15 Simplify Your Life hacks. Pretty basic. If you have any more, I'd love to hear them. But the best place to start is by targeting the areas that for you feel as if they're the most chaotic. Just focus on one thing at a time. Like how can you simplify that one complicated area and then you can move on to something else. So I'm just going to end this episode with two more quotes that I absolutely love. So the first one by Dwayne Elgin, who said, simplicity of living, if deliberately chosen, implies a compassionate approach to life. It means that we are choosing to live our daily lives with some degree of conscious appreciation of the condition of the rest of the world. And that for me is a nice way of saying intentional living. You just are intentionally focused on the things around you. You're not getting lost in the fast paced craziness of the world. You are focused on simple life. And the final quote by John Kabat-Zinn is this, voluntary simplicity means going fewer places in one day rather than more, seeing less so I can see more, doing less so I can do more, acquiring less so I can have more. Did you just not think that was so fantastic? I'm going to repeat that. Going fewer places in one day rather than more, seeing less so I can see more, doing less so I can do more, acquiring less so I can have more. That one beautiful quote really summarizes for me the beauty of simplicity and the beauty of simple living, which is why I strive to do it on a regular basis, on a daily basis. So I hope this episode has been helpful to you. I love and appreciate all. I can't wait to catch you in the next one. Until then, dream big, my friend. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out. And if you really loved it, you can show your support by leaving a review on iTunes. For more inspiration, head over to dreambigmyfriend.com where you will find even more content for all the dreamers out there. Until next time, dream big, my friends.